0: Georgia officials say no thanks after Californians threatened to move to Georgia in order to vote in the runoff election. And Joe Biden says forgiveness of student loan debt is part of his new economic plan. And California Governor Gavin Newsom officially apologized for attending a party, saying we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. We've all got that much more coming up, and it starts right now. <laughs> Oh, Gavin Newsom, that was a really weak apology. I'm Hillary Kennedy, welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm filling in for Sarah Gonzalez, And with me today, Kez Schaefer, the host of Crocs On. Thanks for being here. Thank you. And Rob Eno, Blaze TV's media critic. Thanks for being here. thanks for having me on. So we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, That's gonna be one of my favorite stories, this is an apology for attending a party since he doesn't (laughs) want anybody else in California to go do anything fun. Uh, But we're gonna start off with what's going on in Georgia. And if you live in Georgia, are you really feeling the heat because so much has been going on in the state lately and apparently californians are planning to move to georgia to vote in the two upcoming senate runoff elections it says democrats in the golden state have been hounding political organizers with questions about how they can travel to georgia to volunteer for democratic candidates john ossoff and reverend Raphael warnock now much of that would be legal, visiting the state to help canvas for Democrats to work at phone backs, that is allowed. Moving there just to vote, though, is not. So in order to be able to register to vote in Georgia, you have to be a Georgia resident, said Gabriel Sterling, Georgia's voting system manager. He said, that means you have to believe that you're staying in Georgia. He said, let me be clear about this, if you move to Georgia and wanna be part of the number one state in America to do business, we're happy to have you, Sterling said, but if you voted for Senate in one state, And then moved here to another state. I know that's another thing that could potentially go before courts because you've already cast a vote for a body that could be seated in January. And he said, don't game our system. So there's a couple of Democrats that are really pushing this, though. Andrew Yang wrote, great news, Yang gang. Evelyn and I are moving to Georgia to help Ossoff and Warnock win. This is our only chance to clear Mitch out of the way and help Joe and Kamala get things done in the next four years. More details to come, but let's go. Yang isn't the only one. Um, Let's see. New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman said in a CNN interview, I hope everyone moves to Georgia in the next month or two, registers to vote and votes for these two Democratic senators. And then abortion rights activist Tamara Stevens with the progressive group Handmaid's Coalition of Georgia. She made a similar plea on Facebook saying, hey, all you northern Democrats, you're all invited to spend the winter in Georgia. Come on down and we'll cook for you, too. Yollywood, start ramping up productions and get all those West Coast liberals here too. All right, Rob, I wanna ask you about this because besides Georgia officials asking them not to do it, what's stopping all of these out-of-state liberals from actually moving to Georgia to vote in the election?
1: My understanding is if you weren't legally able to vote in the Senate election in Georgia on November 3rd, you were not legally able to vote in the Senate election afterwards to do so maybe uh, is I believe it is against the law and maybe a felony voter fraud, so if Andrew Yang wants to come, Andrew Yang would make a very nice high profile case because that 's who these people usually like to go after you know the IRS all those other people like to go after high profile cases to get everybody else scared so Andrew yang is probably open, opening himself up for a high profile case and it 's just absurd right it 's everything that we that we 've talked about i mean i don 't even know why they 're not doing the the, the Senate race when they're doing the Donald Trump recount in the state of Georgia because for all we know, I mean, I think we're going to talk about later, we saw some votes switch over towards Trump. Mm-hmm. Some votes could have switched over towards Purdue and there wouldn't even be. It's really funny how the entire time David Perdue had over 50% until like the last day and then he got like 49.7 or 49.8. So it was just under 50%.
0: Really interesting how those things happen. So, how do you think this Georgia election is going to play out? I mean, do you think that they will get enough Democrats to? Move nah, I don't. I don't vote? think so.
1: I think. I think you're going to see um, the people that hated Donald Trump. I mean, you, you saw that 30% of the people that voted for Joe Biden across the country voted because they didn't like Donald Trump. Those people are still going to vote for Republicans. I think that's what you're going to see happen. I mean, Warnock's a cr- crazy man um and Asaf has lost before so we'll see what happens um but i do not think that you're gonna see
0: everybody um, packing up from california yeah to i don't georgia. think you're gonna see everybody
1: <laughs> packing up from but it's amazing i mean the media coronavirus right so traveling across state lines is illegal i mean all that georgia has to do is put like a six-month quarantine in for anybody that moves from another state like some of the other crazy states are doing and then you know i know six months is eliminates a bit much that yeah but um, you know, to stop people from moving.
0: Well, so you mentioned this a second ago, uh, but 2,600 uncounted ballots from pro-Trump counties were discovered during a Georgia recount. So the Georgia Secretary of State is asking for the executive director of the Floyd County Board of Elections, Robert Brady, to step down after they found these 2,600 ballots left uncounted prior to the county's initial certification. The error was discovered on Sunday. It was the third day of the audit. Officials, they're very quick to caution that these additional votes for Trump, they're not enough to change the outcome of the presidential election in that state. Um, They said the amazing blunder came from someone not uploading the ballot count from a memory card into the ballot machine. So Sterling said it's not an equipment issue. It's a person not executing their job properly. Okay, I feel like you have something to say about that, Rob.
1: Right. I mean, come on. I was born, but it wasn't yesterday. <laughs> um, why do all of these errors seem to go towards Donald Trump? Like every single one we've heard about has gone towards Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. The only, in 2016 I wrote for, um, for Conservative Review, a piece um, talking about how electronic voting without a paper trail is a violation of your, of your constitutional rights. It's a violation of your right to vote and have your vote counted. Because if you don't get the, if you, if you don't have the paper trail, then you can't do a recount, right? Um, a lot of states had that in 2016. They moved away from it. Texas was one where you only voted by machine. Now, if you remember when you voted, you voted, and then the piece of paper went through, and then you mm-hmm. had a piece of paper that had a list of everybody you voted for. You could double-check it, make sure it was right before you put it in the machine that would tabulate it. I'm at the point that we need to do what the, what the UK, Australia... Um, Canada and the other Commonwealth realms do. I want hand counting of all ballots. I want no machines. I want paper ballots. I want you to fill them out. I want triple count checks. I mean, if you've ever watched the UK or the Canadian or the Australian elections, they they do the elections on that night and there are people like one guy counts them and then another guy counts them and then another guy counts them. And, counts them, and if they all match up then they say, okay, this batch matched up and did this. Mm-hmm. And then you have a hand set of ballots. That's what I want going forward in the United States. I don't want machines. I don't want you filling in little baubles. I don't want you doing anything like that. If, it, if, if you know, a country of 65 million people or a country of 32 million people can do it, we can do it as a country of 330 million people. I want no more ballots. I want everything hand-counted on the night of an election.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: might take longer to get results, but I will actually believe
0: in them. What do you th- is that what you would like to kiss? Yeah, well, it's certainly
2: I haven't voted in the US. I'm not a citizen, but I have voted in Australia, and I've always felt really safe and confident. And you know, family members have there been there because you can volunteer to watch the voting, to keep people accountable and things like that. I just think that it's interesting though because 4 years ago when Trump won, We spent four years, the Democrats, oh, election fraud, election fraud, election fraud, and so now we get to this election after four years of talking about, oh, we need to be really careful because there's fraud in the election, but we're not going to make any changes or check the machines we're using or any type of precautions or anything after four years of complaining about election fraud and Mm -hmm. now it's like oh whoops oh a memory chip oh this it's like guys seriously seriously
0: (laughs) well and it's so true because you know they say well we started using computers because it helps eliminate human error but we're having just as big if not bigger problems with the machines so it just makes you wonder if people are going to forget to upload memory cards for the (laughs) senate runoff as well
1: right for the senate runoff i mean a lot of this in, in in Go figure, they were Dominion voting
0: uh-huh. machines.
1: So that, that that company has been under scrutiny. Um, there, was a, there was a county in Michigan that had the same thing. I mean, now, now Wisconsin's telling the Trump campaign it's going to cost you $7.9 million to, to, to recount the election. If I were the Trump campaign, I'd be like, you know what, we'll pay you 15 if they're all hand-counted. Like, cause sometimes they do like machine recounts where they just pre-put them um. back through machines. I want every ballot hand counted with people looking over it and people watching it. It's the only thing at this point that I trust. Yeah. And I want it open like mm-hmm. it is in, in the Commonwealth realms where you have people from all sides. I mean, you, you saw the pictures when they were trying to do it in Detroit, where they're like putting up, they're, mm-hmm. they're putting up like things to stop people from looking in. No, open. Put cameras on everybody and have it like on the internet. Yeah, do so a anybody live can look into whatever. Right. That's how this should be done, and that's what I will believe.
0: Yeah, because we live stream everything mm-hmm. today. I mean, everything. People yeah. feeding their cats. I mean, you yes. can see anything, but we can't watch them hand counting the votes. That doesn't make any sense. There shouldn't
2: be anything secret
0: about it. I agree. Well, so you brought this up, Rob, and a lot of people may not have heard this yet, but Wisconsin tells Trump, okay, it's gonna cost you $7.9 million for a recount. So Trump has until 5 p.m. tomorrow to request a recount, uh, which would begin Thursday and then is required to be finished by December 1st. So the cost estimate, it was derived from information submitted by the 72 counties of the state. The total cost was roughly, this is crazy to me, it was roughly quadruple what the state's recount cost was in 2016. Election officials explained that the higher cost is due to the expenses that will be incurred because of COVID-19. Megan Wolf, the state's chief election official said, additional costs incurred by the pandemic could include less time because of the Thanksgiving weekend approaching, larger spaces so public public observation wouldn't be inhibited, which, I mean, hey, we're, we're all for people being able to see it, but security for those larger spaces, more absentee ballots to be counted, and then renting high-speed ballot scanning equipment.
1: See, I don't want the high-speed ballot Let's get some equipment. volunteers. I want yeah. people to count them by hand. If I was Trump, I'd say, if I'm paying the $7.9 million, we're counting each and every one of these things by hand. I don't want, and I mean, they already have ballot scanning equipment. They don't need to buy new ballot scanning mm-hmm. equipment. Um, and, and of course, you know, if he says yes tomorrow, they're going to be able to purchase, acquire, and get high-speed ballot scanning equipment delivered by to, Thursday. Because wow. that, like, that just happens, right? That's how you buy equipment. We want new cameras for the studio. We're just like, yep, yeah, we're going to get them, and they're going to be here tomorrow, and they're going to work perfectly tomorrow, and everything's going to be great. We're going to, have to test them. We don't have to do anything. I mean, these people think we're stupid. Mm-hmm. They absolutely think we're stupid.
0: Well, so just, just to give you a couple of numbers for all my numbers people out there, as of midday yesterday, 68 of the 72 counties had completed certification of the vote. It showed that Biden picked up 122 votes, Trump gained 107 statewide so far. In twenty sixteen, Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein asked for a recount, paid three and a half million, and then was refunded one point five million. So seven point nine million seems really high, even with coronavirus yeah, in mind.
1: You know why she was refunded, right? No, tell me. Um, I i be- it was either it was either Michigan or it was there. Like they stopped the recounts in either Michigan or um, Wisconsin, and I can't remember which state, it might have been both, because they found more votes than there were voters in certain counties. And, oh, we don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> we're done. Yep, let's go on.
0: Right. Nothing to see here.
1: Nothing to see here. We don't need to see any of that.
0: Wow.
1: Um, and I think that that's why they're putting the bar prohibitively high, because you're going to find those sorts of things out. You're going to find irregularities. My, my favorite thing of this year, right, is the entire time the media the Democratic Party has said there is no voter fraud there is no voter fraud there is no voter fraud now it's there is no widespread voter fraud there is no, <laughs> no <laughs> widespread voter fraud like so they're like they're admitting the voter fraud now mm-hmm. they're just saying there's no widespread
2: it's just voter in fraud. all of the swing states so not all across America just the really I mean, states well, there that really te- there was some in Texas yeah.
1: right the, the the Houston Chronicle last week wrote an article and they had to change it. They originally said there is no voter fraud in Texas. A day before they wrote that, a person was charged with 138 felony counts of voter fraud for requesting absentee ballots for invalid people that can't think for themselves in filling them out and casting them, right? So now there's no widespread. If it's happening in one nursing home, it's happening across the country. I'm sorry, these things don't
0: just happen in one place. Right, these weren't just isolated incidents. All right, we've got to go to break. we come back, we're going to be talking about Biden canceling student loan debt, so you want to be here for that. All right, first we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. You know, this year has reminded us of many things, including how important it is to look after the ones that we love. And this holiday season, you can give the gift of safety, accuracy, and self-defense because you can give them iTarget Pro. You know when the government can't or won't protect your family, self-defense is your only option, but most of us don't have the time to consistently train, plus ammo has gotten really expensive, and that's why iTarget was invented. Using their proprietary app and their laser bullet, you can now train safely in the convenience of your own home with your actual firearm iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers. You can stay sharp with almost any firearm. And today you can save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code NEWS at checkout when you go to iTargetPro.com. You know, this is the smartest way for you to practice and it pays for itself in just a few days. So this holiday season, give the gift that is a bullseye. That's the letter iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com, offer code NEWS. We'll be back in a minute. when it comes to student loan debt, a reporter asked Joe Biden, does this figure into his plans for the economy, and would he take executive action to do so? Let's take a listen.
3: Does student loan forgiveness figure in your plan? Would you take executive action to achieve it? It does figure in my plan. I've laid out in detail. For example, the the legislation passed by the Democratic House calls for immediate $10,000 forgiveness of student loans, it's holding people up, they're in real trouble. They're having to make choices between paying their student loan and paying their rent, those kinds of decisions. It should be done immediately. In addition to that, if you know, I think that everything from community college straight through to in- doubling Pell grants to making sure that we have access, free education for anyone making under $125,000 for four years of college. And there is a program that exists now under the law that forgives student loans for being able to engage in, be- engaging in public service. I'm I'm gonna institute that fundamental change in that so it's able to be available to everyone that in fact is engaged. It's not being very well managed right now. So I'm gonna do all of those things.
0: Okay, so he didn't say whether he supported canceling all student loan debt, but after he mentioned, you know, canceling $10,000 of their undergraduate or graduate debt, social media just lit up with people calling for him to cancel all student loan debt um, this has kind of been championed by Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Chuck Schumer, the Democratic minority leader, he said in a recent interview that he and Elizabeth Warren had a proposal to eliminate the first $50,000 of student loan debt, and he believed that Biden could do so through executive action in the first 100 days of his presidency. So, I wanna know, I'll start with you, Rob. What What are your thoughts on his student it, loan it's ridiculous. Elimination plan?
1: Um, the reason that colleges cost so much is because the federal government gives out like, ridiculous loans to begin with. Um, he mentioned Pell Grants there. I know somebody that was on the board of a community college in Massachusetts, and you wouldn't believe how much they increase tuition by every year. They increase tuition every year by the amount of the Pell Grant increase. So it becomes a circular reference. So, oh, we're gonna give you $500 more for Pell Grants. Oh, wow, look at that. The college cost $500 more this year, Mm -hmm. right? That's what they do. It's third party payment. It's why our healthcare is so expensive because we don't actually pay for doctor's visits. Um, We don't pay the whole bill. So there's no market forces. It's why the housing crisis in 2008 happened because the government backed the loans. So people that couldn't afford it were getting huge loans for their houses, housing prices to go up. It's what happens in the college industry College prices went out of whack immediately when the federal government took over the entire student loan process. It used to be that you could get student loans on the, on the outside, you still can in some cases private loans, but the, the federal student loan program was serviced by private companies. Um, that is something that changed, it came into the, the government and it has led to an increase in cost. The other thing is, you know, be smart. Don't take out $150,000 in loans to go to a women's studies program (laughs) or, you know, a gender palooza program or a um, art program where you learn how to make gimp and like do basket weaving (laughs) or an art history degree or all of these degrees that don't actually have any chance of you getting employment that will help you pay off these loans. I mean, it's personal choices. This whole notion that everybody in the United States needs to go to a college is ridiculous. I used to say it all the time in my 20s. I went and I got a degree and I actually worked. Uh, My degree wasn't that expensive. It was like $6,000 a year for a state school back in the 90s. Um, But all the guys that went to the vocational technical schools, while I was like still in school, they were buying mansions, they had big cars, they had boats, they had everything because they learned to work with their hands. There's nothing wrong with doing that. This whole notion that we all need a college degree Because all that's going to do, you want to give free college degrees to everybody, you're going to need an associate's degree to pump gas. I mean, that's what's going to end up happening.
0: It's stupidity. That's why I always love listening to someone like Mike Rowe, who talks about, you know, we need trade professionals, and they are killing it right now. Mm -hmm. So because, you know, there's a lot of progressives that are really pushing Biden to implement all these things. Do you think that he will eventually get to the point where he forgives all student debt?
2: Yeah, probably. I I think... Joe Biden, to me, seems like a very weak man who could be easily pushed into doing anything. And I'm sure I've heard all sorts of other Democrats talking about it, like Bernie Sanders, free this, free that, free this. And even when he's talking about raising taxes. So like I'm certainly not an expert when it comes to student loans and things like that, but I'm learning a little bit about it. Now living in the US and being married, my husband still has student loans. And learning about taxes here in America, it really sucks. I really don't like it very much. (laughs) But it's like, I would rather still have like student loan payments every month and low taxes rather than no student loan debt and extremely high taxes. Mm -hmm. If that's how it's going to balance out because the money needs
0: to come from somewhere. And I would imagine from taxes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, while we're talking about schools, um, just want to work this story in here. A California school district banned racist, but they're saying racist classics: *To Kill a Mockingbird*, *Huckleberry Finn*, *The Book of Mice and Men*, um, *The K*, *Roll of Thunder*, *Hear My Cry*. They're saying that four parents, three of whom are black, reportedly said the classic novels posed alleged potential harm to the district's roughly 400 black students. One parent said a white student approached her black daughter and taunted her with the N-word, which um, the student said he learned from reading Rule of Thunder, hear my cry. So a lot of uh, poets, essayists, novelists in America, they are crafting a petition demanding that the district reinstate the use of the book saying, you know, these are actually helpful and historical and and show the effects, the negative effects of racism and how we can move in a positive direction. It just begs the question, you know, how are we supposed to learn from history if we keep trying to erase it? Mm
1: -hmm. They don't want you to learn from history. They want you to learn from what they want you to learn from. They don't want you to see history. Mark Twain wrote Huckleberry Finn and had the character Jim in it to show how awful slavery was. I mean, that's why he's in that book, right? Uncle Tom, which my African-American conservative friends get called all the time, was actually an abolitionist and was trying to help free people. That's what these. It, it's amazing to me. It's bonfire of the vanities. We're living in you know the, the the backlash of the Renaissance in Italy at this point in time, where if we get rid of all of these books, none of it would happen. The, the left used to be for free speech. That's what they said they were for. Um, now they're not. They, they're for their speech. You see it with the social media companies, you see it in all kinds of other ways. They don't want you learning history. Mm-hmm. They want you learning what they want to teach you. Mm. History's not fact. History is about feelings. History is about, it's, it's absolutely insane how these people think they can get away with it. And I said this before the election. You know, there, there were people when they were tearing down the, the Confederate statues. Oh, that's great. You tear down the Confederate statues. They want to tear down Abraham Lincoln now. Right. Right? I mean, it's where it goes to. Right. Where does it stop? All of the books have been rewritten. It's
0: 1984. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. We have to go to break. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So let's talk about censorship on social media sites and what you can do about it. Now, the left wants to silence and remove any voices that they don't agree with like we just talked about. I mean, Twitter and Facebook, they were supposed to be open platforms, but I don't need their content moderators acting like the op-ed section of the New York Times. So instead of letting social media sites revoke your right to free speech, how about revoking their right to your data? Now, you could just deactivate all of your social media accounts, but that would just be giving the left what they wanted in the first place. Instead, use ExpressVPN. Have you ever wondered how free-to-access sites like Facebook make all of their money? Well, I do it by tracking your searches, your video history, and everything you click on, and then selling your valuable data. So when you use ExpressVPN, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address, and that makes your activity more difficult to trace and to sell to advertisers. And ExpressVPN couldn't be easier to set up. You just tap one button on your phone or your computer, and you are protected. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data to protect you from hackers and all the internet bad guys. So it's finally time to say no to censorship and take back your online privacy at expressvpn.com slash y. And by visiting my special link, you're going to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free. Again, that's EXPRESSVPN.com slash y. That's expressvpn.com slash y to protect your data today. We'll be back in a minute. A group of Michigan lawmakers, they are pushing for Governor Gretchen Whitmer's impeachment. This is really interesting. It is a it is a growing list of lawmakers. Uh, Michigan State Representative Matt Maddock, a Republican, tweeted on Monday that he and several other state lawmakers will support legislative hearings to potentially remove Whitmer from office. He said, today, myself and a growing list of Michigan legislators have decided Whitmer's crossed the line and we will be calling for hashtag impeach Whitmer hearings. The list of violations is long and the call is overdue. Michigan voters know she's committed the following impeachable conduct. And then he <laughs> lists all of these out. I'll read some of them. Ignored court orders. Violated our constitutional rights. Completely ignored due process and the legislature. Weaponized contact tracing databases to aid Democrat campaigns. Using our kids as political pawns and denied special needs students who depend on the services that occur during in-person classes also caused unnecessary death of thousands of our vulnerable elderly who died alone and scared in nursing homes. Now, the response that Governor Whitmer gave back, her office said Governor Whitmer doesn't have time for partisan politics or people who don't wear masks, don't believe in science and don't have a plan to fight this virus. Right now, she's focused on saving lives. The governor will continue to work hard for all 10 million Michiganders. This is about Michigan versus COVID-19. Governor Whitmer doesn't care if you're a Trump Republican or a Biden Democrat. We're all in this together. Okay. Hashtag. Yeah. So, first of all, before we get into some of the stuff, do you think that she will ever be impeached?
1: I, I don't think she'd ever be impeached, but if I were in the state of Michigan, I would organize around it the um There are points in time in history um, where you find things to organize around. I would find groups. I would find the Republican legislators who would not go along with this. I would raise money to defeat them in primaries. Um, What is happening as Justice Alito said um, to our constitutional rights during this coronavirus pandemic is ridiculous. the Supreme Court of Michigan said that she does not have the authority to do what she has done. She apparently has said, okay, well, I'll use this other law, not this law. It'll probably go through the courts again, and it'll probably said that she can't do it again. Um, you have the Supreme Court of your state tell you that you cannot shut down your state, that it is an abridgment of people's civil liberties, their rights. Um, I actually, before this happened, when I saw Whitmer go for the the three extra weeks of shutdown, which I mean, let's be honest, it's going to be 27 extra weeks of shutdown. It's mm-hmm. not going to be three extra weeks. Mm-hmm. It's going to be straight through May because it was, you know, two weeks to stop the
0: spread. Yeah, To
1: not, well, not to stop the spread to 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 kind of to the, flatten the, oh, curve. Yeah, the, yeah. the curve. Yeah, you know, we're now on, you know, week 975 to flatten the curve or whatever <laughs> we're on. If you don't fight back against this stuff at some point in time, they are going to keep this going. It is never in, in science in masks. I had family members send me that study from a few weeks ago. Um, They'd said, oh, look at that. In all these states where they put masks on and you put them on first and you do this, they've had lower cases. All bunk, all done with spreadsheets, not real world. Those people had to retract that study. There is not a single study in the United States or the world that shows the use of a cloth mask stops the spread of any virus because the virus in your air droplets are smaller than the holes in between the warp and the weft and they go right through it especially when somebody is coughing and there's a pressure gradient it's science mm-hmm. that's science that's physical properties sorry so the- no
0: that's a that's a <laughs> great it's a great point truly um Gretchen Weber not well liked by a lot of people to put it mildly do you think that even if she's not impeached, which yeah. the odds of that happening are probably pretty small, but do you think that she would be voted another term? Do you think people like?
2: I I don't know. I, I think certainly not. Like, you're getting me riled up right now. Like, yes, yes, yes. And even old man Dr. Fauci saying like, we're going to have to be doing social distancing for years to come. It's like, people are like, okay, like, we did the flatten the curve, we did this, okay, we're waiting, we're watching every other state open up, and now you even California getting locked back down. I think people are going to snap, and I think that's also what we even saw when BLM and Antifa came out and started burning down the cities. I think some of that could have just been from people being like, ah, Um, I don't think she's gonna get voted back in, and if she does, whoever's voting for her is psycho.
1: This is never gonna end. (laughs) The the problem is there's too many people that actually do believe it, right? I mean, you see people walking down the street. I mean, I know how you can tell a Biden voter. <laughs> is if the person's walking down the street with nobody around them and they have a mask on? Or they're driving in their car with well, the, no right, one in the well, car. i not gonna The driving in the car with the mask on is actually somewhat more safe. I mean, I've done it before. Where oh, if I'm really? going from store to store, it's it's safer to like not take the mask off, put the mask back on, not take the mask off, put the mask. On. I can get that a little bit. My buddy was in Massachusetts, and Massachusetts has an outdoor mask ordinance now. If you're outside, away from your home, you must wear a mask. Wow. Um, it's not enforceable, mm-hmm. nobody's really enforcing it. He was on the golf course with three of his buddies. They were golfing. There were people golfing with masks on. <laughs> like in an open field, by them site, so soaking up vitamin D, which kills coronavirus. it's with the mask on yeah it's
0: insane what i I always find painful is when i see people working out at the gym but they're alone like there's no Mm -hmm. one around but they're on the stairmaster just sweating with the mask on and i'm thinking gosh it's hard to breathe just walking down the street let alone like doing hardcore cardio with a mask on that's that's tough well biden said that he wouldn't hesitate to get the covid 19 vaccine Uh, he said you know the only reason people question the vaccine now is because of donald trump wrong yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you think about his claims? That
2: um, I don't care who comes up with a vaccine, whether it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden. I will not be taking it. End of story. You can't convince me otherwise. Right.
1: It's not that he's saying it's because of Donald Trump. He's blaming Donald Trump for people's lack of confidence in the vaccine. His running mate went on TV and said she will not take it it's his party yeah. mm-hmm. it's his the governor of new york said we will not take it if donald trump gives it to us and this whole notion that these vaccines all of a sudden you know they're 90 percent, they're 94 percent, all come out like a week a week and a half after the election they knew this three weeks ago and the, and the media has done such a great job of poisoning people's mind that i posted today on social media or yesterday i'm like oh look another vaccine and they're like well, Trump had nothing to do with it. I'm like, no, this one he did because it was part of Operation No, the Pfizer vaccine was not part of Operation Warp Seed. I'm like, we're not talking about the Pfizer vaccine. We're talking about the Moderna vaccine. The Moderna vaccine was part of Operation Warp Seed. All right, the way that the media poisons people's minds about coronavirus is ridiculous. They continue to say that Donald Trump singularly had the worst response to coronavirus in the world. Have they looked at Europe lately? Have they looked at it India lately the entire world no matter what you have done has seen it go up you know why because viruses are viruses and they're going to find a way to infect people Mm -hmm. the only way out of this is through this and. People just don't want to hear that because people think that they can control the world, that they can control natural processes. There are some things that we just can't control. And this isn't even the worst pandemic in history. We don't have a half to a third of people dying on the side of the road from the Black Death. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, people are so soft today. Society is so soft. You've got people will deliver stuff to your house. You can play video games all the time. Mm -hmm. We are a soft People. This pandemic isn't even that bad. 200,000 people out of 340 million people in this country have died. Mm-hmm. Most people survive it. I'm sorry. And that number would have been less if people like Gretchen Whitmer didn't put people into nursing homes to get them sick and kept them separated.
0: Rob? Bringing the tough love today—the stuff that we needed to hear. Thank you very much. <laughs> so good. All right, so we have more to come. Uh, first, though, we want to thank our sponsor, Simply Safe. You know, there's almost always a rise in break-ins during the holiday. It's the worst, right? So it's why Simply Safe Home Security—they're having a huge holiday sale. That's 30% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. Now recently US News and World Report called it the best home security of 2020. So whether you're traveling or you're staying put for the holidays, check out the 30% off plus free security camera deal before it ends this week. The system, it has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's super easy. And then simply safe security specialists just take over, monitoring your home around the clock and ready to send emergency help the moment that there's an alarm. Get 30% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera today by visiting SimplySafe.com slash Y. But hurry because this deal it expires on Friday. That's simplysafe.com slash why. Simplysafe.com slash why. We will be back in just a minute. California Governor Gavin Newsom. He doesn't want you to be celebrating the holidays with your friends or family. However, he did attend a party recently got caught, and now he's having to apologize for it. Here's that apology.
3: A few weeks ago, uh, I was asked to go to a friend's 50th birthday. Uh, my wife and I, a friend that I've known for almost 20 years, and, uh, and a friend that had, invite, well, put a lot of time and energy into his 50th birthday. It was in Napa, which was in the orange status, relatively loose compared to some other counties. Uh, it was to be an outdoor... Uh, uh, restaurant and we started the, well, the program started at 4 o'clock. It was one of those early reservations. I got there a little bit late at 4.30. uh, And as soon as I sat down at uh, the larger table, I realized it was a little larger group uh, than I had anticipated. uh, And I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car and drove back. Uh, to my house. Instead, I chose to sit there with my wife uh, and a number of other couples that were outside the household. You can quibble about the guidelines, et cetera, et cetera, but the spirit of what I'm preaching all the time uh, was contradicted, and I got to own that. And so I want to apologize to you uh, because I need to preach and practice, not just preach and not practice. And I've done my best to do that. Uh, We're all human. We all fall short sometimes that
0: was a really really detailed apology oh, yeah. like telling the, the sun story. was setting while we were in napa okay. the it was a
1: balmy <laughs> 68 degrees nobody in their right mind would stand up and leave the french laundry that's where this was the french laundry is like the best restaurant in the united states it is impossible to get a reservation there like if you've got a black card with american express they have trouble getting you in to the to the french laundry like oh, wow. like, like, like this place is like one of the most exclusive restaurants it's it's run by chef keller it is a fantastic restaurant i have a friend that's been i want to go i
0: was going to say it's like, like Rob, you sound like you have the inside like, information like, here. it's,
1: it's <laughs> ridiculous and keller in the beginning of this was a vocal critic of the shutdowns not only of the shutdowns the the owner of the restaurant was a vocal critic of the insurance companies where people had bought pandemic insurance saying oh no you're not going to get business interruption because we don't cover pandemics even though their policy said they do. So there's a lot of things going on here. I think what happened is he got caught, okay? I think somebody at the French Laundry that lost a good portion of their income this year, took a picture, called somebody, and said that he was there because he's an utter hypocrite. Mm -hmm. He's not apologizing for being there. He's apologizing for getting caught.
0: So Kaz and I were talking about this during the break, but would people smile through their apology? It's just so
2: fake. It is the funniest thing, but also, Imagine being a grown man apologizing for going to a 50th birthday party. Like, that's <laughs> tragic. Like, I don't even care that he went because I would go. Like, I just care because it's like, dude, oh, let's, let's not argue about quibbles on, you know, <laughs> these things. You made the rules. You did it. And now you're saying, wow, oh, let's not argue about oh, all the little details. Right. Oh, Let's not get man. caught up in
0: that. Yeah. It did not come across to me as a sincere Sounds apology. Sounds like he's like
2: holding back a big laugh the whole time. Yes.
1: I, <laughs> I must apologize for living my life because yeah. I won't let. you. I mean, that—that's right. what it was. <laughs> and like now you get California. I, I thought that Hawaii was closed to people, but apparently not to California lawmakers, because they flew a bunch of Cal- a bunch of Democratic California lawmakers were flying to. Hawaii to have a retreat. I mean, it's, the rules are for you. I mean, the, the, a friend of mine was a friend of mine now that probably not anymore, but in Massachusetts, the Lieutenant Governor during the height of this thing has a compound with her family. They had like a huge graduation party when nobody was supposed to be getting together, right? It's the rules aren't for them, right. they're mm-hmm. for you. And that's why this is charity.
0: The apology Mm -hmm. I would have accepted if I lived in California from him would have been, I'm sorry I did this, to make amends, all of you get together with your families, enjoy Thanksgiving.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I made an oopsie. Yeah, I
0: made an (laughs) oopsie. I'm going to make it up to you. All right, so we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about this, but um, the French president, Emmanuel Macron, accused the American media of bias and legitimizing Islamic violence in a phone call with the New York Times. Um, He said, you know, the American media has covered the French government's response to terrorism, and said that essentially they've been unfairly characterized as racist or Islamophobic by the media. He said, you know, when we were attacked five years ago, every nation in the world supported us, but I see several newspapers that, you know, are are basically characterizing me as an Islamophobe. Now you've spent some time in France, Kez, Mm -hmm. what do you think about what's going on there?
2: Uh, It's, I went, yeah, I went a few years ago and I went traveling as a single young woman and I was genuinely afraid. I didn't want to go out past. You would walk down these streets and there would be mattress after mattress of homeless refugees, Muslim-looking people, you would just assume, everywhere. And there is areas of town that people say, don't even go there, otherwise you will probably get attacked and assaulted and things. like. It is really dangerous. And also, in, in Nice and in Paris, all walking around the streets is like military guys with massive guns. That doesn't make me feel safe seeing men patrolling the streets. It makes me be like, oh, there must be a threat that mm-hmm. we're try- they're trying to keep us safe from. So you just see that everywhere you go, you're just hanging out at the beach and there's these like military just checking, 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 checking. It's unnerving and it's seriously a problem. Like it's Paris is not what I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. when I went there.
0: I hope this isn't the path that America's headed down. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got to go to break. We'll be back with our question of the day. Hang mm. with us. You hear all these stories about Paris and we see it so romanticized on TV. So yesterday we asked you, do you still believe that there's a way President Trump can win the 2020 election? And 71.8% of you said yes. I love seeing that because it means we've got a hope-filled bunch, of people that aren't ready to give up the fight. What do you guys think? Uh no. Yeah, sorry.
1: I'm just, yeah, sorry, it ain't that happen. Yeah. I mean, unless, like, something like earth-shattering comes out that completely shakes the nation to its core, I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, we do still have till December, right? There's still some time. We've got a couple of weeks left. I'm holding out hope. Everybody's praying, so we'll see. I certainly would hope to pray,
2: but I don't have faith in the Supreme Court, and I don't have faith in the justice system. I mean, everyone can see that it was wrong, and he deserves it,
0: um, but... I, but yeah, I've got a lot of things stacked against us, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, so the question for today is Who is the future of the Democratic Party? Is it AOC, Kamala Harris, or Stacey Abrams? That's Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Oh, that's right, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say You're AOC. Not to say that's my right. name, We're not word. On buddies. Not your word.
1: God, I hope none of them, but it's probably <laughs> AOC. I mean, they're yeah. they going to a completely. With they're Danny. going to be a socialist party. Mm-hmm. They are, but they're going to be a socialist party within a few years um you saw that that's what they ran on and it was not that the american people rejected it which of course they did in congressional races and senate races was you didn't go socialist enough i mean mm-hmm. that's their thing i think aoc in that whole way of thought is the future
2: yeah and i think she's also the youngest and has such like social media presence and all this sort of things and I think the next generation who are like, wow, AOC, this woman, oh my gosh. So I think she's like rising up this.
0: She seems a lot hipper and cooler than yeah, for sure. Kamala or Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. All right, so if people want to know more about you and follow you, where can they go? You can go onto YouTube
2: and follow me on Croxon. I interview lots of leftists. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And Rob?
1: At uh, Robino on both Parler and Twitter.
0: Perfect. Thank you guys so much for being here today. This was a fun show. See you guys tomorrow. Bye.